Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trainer Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week is a very special week. It's a D23, a 2019 D23 special. We're going to be talking about all of the announcements made at the Disney Parks panel um, that happened today. We've literally just come off the back of watching it and listening to it and writing about it, and now we're going to be recording about it and talking about it. All the things. All of the things, yeah. yeah. Um, In this show, we've got a special focus on... Uh, Epcot, and for that segment of the show, the Epcot Queen is back talking to us about her thoughts on Epcot, and obviously our thoughts on Epcot as well, and we might cover that off a little bit more as well, who knows. I'm sure it might come up. It might come up, because Epcot's the best park. <laughs> uh, so, enjoy, grab yourself a beverage, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Manténganse alejado de las puertas. So, D23. Yeah. What did we think? I mean, let's go and start with the overall thoughts of the show. What, the Parks panel? The Parks panel, yeah. I mean, not yeah. the overall D23. I think D23 this year has been good. I'll tell you what, I still think the best panel, and I'm going to say that now because there's not going to be a panel to beat it on a Sunday, on the, for the rest no, of the Sunday. for the rest of the day, no. Um, was Disney Plus. I think they, they absolutely smashed it, and yeah. the announcements that came from the Disney Plus panel were incredible. Yeah. Um, three new Marvel shows. Moon Knight, I think, sounds incredible. I think we can get a really good show from that. Right, if okay. Disney Plus is willing to take a slightly darker route with it. Yeah. And that's the risk. If it's too family friendly, he's got split personality disorder. Right, okay. One's, one of them's a millionaire <laughs> and one is a taxi driver. So it, it could be very Deadpool-esque if they get it right. Yeah. But depends just, yeah, it depends how... I mean, the Mandalorian doesn't look... Exactly, family friendly. Not, I mean, it, it will well, be. I mean, it's no different from a Star Wars film. It's, really, it's, is it? it's dark. It's, it looks reasonably dark. Yeah, in tone. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a positive thing. Yeah, Mandalorian looks great. And personally, for me, I absolutely flipped when they said that. Um, Ian um, McGregor was coming back as oh yeah absolutely I mean that was rumored for a little while, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fantastic for that to be finally kind of confirmed um, no no word on like when it's coming out no but, but just to know that it's coming back is, is brilliant because obviously with the uh, it was obviously rumoured to be like a feature length film when Solo was coming yeah. out and all that sort of stuff um, now it's a, a Disney Plus um, TV series yeah uh, I don't know whether I hope they bring the characters from Solo into it yeah I mean that's the thing that's what I was going to say like I don't know if obviously it was, it was rumored that it was ditched as a film because Solo did bad. But was it ditched as a film because 
they were planning to bring it to Disney Plus. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe maybe the two just happened at the same time, and yeah. everyone just assumed it was because of Solo. Yeah, I, you know, if if they bring in the actors and characters from Solo, it would make total sense. Yeah, to me, yeah. especially you, with Darth Maul. Exactly. If you could try and continue that storyline that they were going to go for. Um, with Solo and kind of potentially linking in the Obi Wan backstory, yeah, as well. Well, uh, we know since, since you know, because obviously Star Wars: The Clone Wars TV show is canon. Yeah, we know since they fought each other on Naboo in Episode One, they fought each other several times throughout right. the the Clone Wars. Okay, uh, we know he's alive around that era thanks to um, Solo. Yeah, the film. Yeah, so it's perfectly plausible that, that Darth Maul is going to be. The, make an appearance a villain or the main villain of this TV show yeah and yeah. I for one would well I would lose my mind if that was the case <laughs> um, will we meet Darth Vader Who, who's to say that that, that him meeting um, Darth Vader in New Hope was the only the time only he's met since you never know you know it could happen Although I'm trying to think now in I don't know exactly the exact dialogue I mean yeah I mean yeah, I think in in um, is it is it New Hope Mm. Yeah, New Hope. He, um, I'm sure they say something about this has been a long time coming or something like that. I mean, obviously that doesn't. That still could be another twenty years. Yeah, though, that doesn't it? mean to say because obviously in um, in so I don't know I don't know what the year difference is between like episode three and solo. Solo. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm assuming I I don't well, know. I, mean, I guess it's got to be it's got to be about twenty years or so, hasn't it? Because obviously Luke has only just been born. Yeah. And then uh, New Hope is obviously. I think he's meant to be like. I don't know the, I'm Star Wars, hardcore Star Wars fans are going to kick us for this but I think he, I mean I'm a hardcore Star Wars fan I don't know Yeah. Um, I think he's meant to be like 17, 18 right, something okay, like that okay because yeah because I suppose Han Solo is a little bit older than him anyway isn't he yeah he's meant to be so, like he's like early 30s I think yeah, maybe late yeah. 30s because I don't know I don't know I've, I've fished around for the picture but um, there was kind of like a timeline that they released and they showed when things happened. So Obi-Wan takes place in um, in between the events of Solo. So Solo yeah. takes place over like a six month or period or something like that. Because according to this, they kind of show, according to this picture, they kind of show a big gap between A New Hope and Solo. And I mean, I guess, yeah, there's probably a several years gap between Solo and New Hope, but they yeah. kind of show quite a big gap. Um, so, I mean, it could only be... 10, 15 years yeah. between, you know, episode three and when Obi-Wan Kenobi is set, whatever the, whatever the name is. Well, I think is. it's got to be, unless they, unless they add a lot of ageing to them. Yeah. Um, but then, I mean, it's, it's obviously been more than 10, 15 years since episode three, hasn't it now? Yeah, 2004, I believe that right, was. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah, so, uh, I mean, it's going to be interesting, but Ewan McGregor himself is what, he must only be in his late 40s, 50s. Uh, I, I wouldn't have said he was in his 50s. Um, he's he's not that old, is he? No, I don't think so. Um, let me just. Whereas you know, hum drum until I can. Find Alec Guinness was probably in his sex, late sixties, maybe when he was in. Oh, I would have said older than that, but I'm not sure. He was born in seventy one. He's forty eight. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, there you go. So you know, he's. This is going to be at a point where he can still very much wield a lightsaber quite comfortably and quite yeah. nimbly. Yeah. Um, so I think I, if we don't see a Darth Maul fight, I think fans will be disappointed. Yeah, I mean, obviously it depends what storyline they're going for. Well, they can't it? keep but, on Tatooine but, the whole time. That's going to be boring as hell. Yeah. Unless he's going up against the um, the Fets. Potentially. Potentially. I mean, obviously... There's more than one Fet. Right. Not Fet, sorry. Not not Fets. I'm not talking about Fets. I'm talking about the Huts. Right, okay, okay. Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. There's lots of Huts in that family. Yeah. Um, 
So it could well be that he's going up against them. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's plenty for plenty to keep him busy on Tatooine, probably. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, there's no reason why Darth Maul couldn't go to Tatooine. No, I mean, if he knew everyone was there, then he definitely would. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so I think there's could... potential there, and obviously, you know, they 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 brought in. They obviously had a plan with Solo. They obviously had a plan to bring Darth Maul in, yeah. and that was going to go somewhere. Um, so whatever that plan may be, presumably it had involved. The, the Obi Wan Kenobi story. Yeah, and I like I'd like to see that plan come into the um, Obi movie, uh, TV show. Yeah. But outside of um, Disney um, Plus, let's talk about the Disney Parks um, panel. Yeah. And I mean to start things off, I, I have to say overall I wasn't massively blown away by it. No, I mean there was some good announcements. There was some like release dates and stuff. Yeah. Um, there were some interesting things, but I think you're going <laughs> to... Ryan's going for a flight. There he goes. You didn't get it, did you? No, I think I did, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, there were some good things announced, uh, but then a lot of stuff was just repeated from past announcements. Yeah. Just sort of like going over the same stuff. Uh, and I think there was a lot of stuff that we didn't hear about that was disappointing. Yeah, so I guess we talk about some of the. Let's start with some of the announcements that we we thought were, were like, I guess, just kind of kind of okay. Yeah. Um, the first being, I think, Mickey um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, uh, obviously opening in Hollywood Studios next year, and in Disneyland in twenty twenty two. Yeah. And that's a big gap. That's a big old gap. That's isn't massive, it? isn't it? Uh, really surprised to, to see that there was such a delay. Um, but I think the 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 facade. For Disneyland looks a hell of a lot better than Hollywood Studios. Yeah, I mean it does. The, 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 what they've done to the um, the front of the Chinese theatre looks pretty cheap in my mind. It just yeah, I mean it cheapens the look of the building. I think. I think they've tried to maintain the difficulty they had there. They was trying to they tried to maintain the um, integrity of the building by yeah. keeping it as, as like the Chinese theatre because I think they would have been slated if they just, just plastered loads of stuff over it. Oh, completely, But yeah. at the same time, they tried to sort of put the logos in, but because they've kind of tried to do that mix, mm. they haven't really... I think they've tried to preserve it too much Yeah. and not given enough to the ride, almost. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they quite got that balance right. No, I, I would agree. Um, so we know that it's going to be... Um, we're going to be taking, taken through a journey into the wacky and unpredictable world of Disney Channel's uh, Mickey Mouse cartoon shorts, um, which sounds cool, I guess. I mean, the, 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 the current shorts are, are pretty funny, they're pretty good, but the animation style, I just think, is terrible. Yeah, I'm not massively struck on it. I, I haven't seen much of it, to be fair, but... I watched like, a few of them when I was in Paris earlier this year. Right. Um, just because they were being shown in, in one of the buildings. Okay. And they're, they're pretty good. They're, they are funny. But as I said, the animation is just terrible. Yeah. It's, it's, just, really, it's just so cheap looking. Yeah. Um, I know there's people that like it. And, you know, it's a personal... It, of course, it's a personal tasting. Um, but, yeah, it's... Um, I think the actual show building looks really cool. Uh, yeah, it really does. I was just trying to find a picture. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, the, Disney, that does... so the Disneyland one. Looks yeah. really, really it, nice. It looks much more appropriate for the ride than, yeah. than Hollywood Studio does. Yeah. Um, like, massively. Because it does look more sort of ca- more of a cartoony kind of style building. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um... So what else is going on at Disney? They've got a new parade at Disneyland. Yeah, new parade. Uh, which is called... 
magic happens. Yeah. I'll be honest, that's not the phrase that I immediately thought <laughs> of. Just because we're British, yeah. and a certain phrase, if you, you know, two-word phrase, yeah. that often happens, uh, often comes Something up. Something else happens. Yeah, poop happens. Yeah. Um, Another word for poop. Yeah. It's not a great name for, for a parade, but I think they brought out this, like, weird, this, like, singing group to do the song... Outside of the context of the parade, it just sounds really cheesy and terrible. But then we, I thought that would happen ever after, and was proven very yeah, wrong. So did I. Yeah. So I think the song itself in the parade setting will work really well. I'm all for a new daytime parade at Disneyland. The biggest disappointment for me here was that we saw no announcement on a nighttime Walt Disney World parade. No, absolutely nothing, wasn't it? it was... Which is really shocking. I'm, I'm really hoping. I mean, for the 50th anniversary, is is two years away. Yeah. Um, that would be a perfect thing for them to introduce. Are oh, they going to announce That's it at, at, at 2021's um, 50th? Maybe starting in, on October the 1st? I mean, they could do, couldn't they? You know, that's when the yeah. official anniversary is. Yeah. So, potentially, we won't see it start until the, that date. But, I mean, if it was me, they're probably going to start the 50th celebrations in, like, spring, summer. Most likely, um, are they? are probably not. They, it's unlikely that they're going to start it 1st of October. Yeah. You know, obviously, there'll be certain things that will happen from the 1st of October, probably. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff will be happening throughout the year, I would have thought. Yeah. I mean, on the 50th anniversary, they didn't really cover anything other than the fact that they were um, going to be doing, um, like, parties in each park. Right, okay. I think that was what, what they said. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. I didn't quite catch all of that because I was furiously writing. Yeah, no, that was, a, that was kind of something that I missed a little bit as well. Because it was kind of like the trail end of the kind of presentation, wasn't it? Yeah, so here we go. The first, for the first time, a celebration will extend beyond Magic Kingdom to each of the resort's four theme parks with highly anticipated attraction openings and new entertainment, food, beverage, merchandise, and more. Um, so, yeah, that's all they said. I'm sure there was a mention of parties. Yeah, I, I like it that how they said for the first time. It's like, well, this is the 50th anniversary. It's never happened before. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, the last big anniversary, I guess, was... I mean, 40 is not a big anniversary, is it? What for Epcot? For, any, well, for, for anything. For anything. Oh, I see. Not massively. Not really. Like Twenty five, yeah. maybe. 20. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you. I mean, they be, they can make a big fuss of. They make a big out of every of five every years. Five years, because yeah. so, obviously they, they did th- Epcot's thirty fifth. Thirty fifth is not a major no. milestone. No. And they did Hollywood Studios. Is that thirtieth? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the I ten think, year marks are okay. Yeah, I think twenty five. Twenty five is kind of standard. Maybe kind of twenty five and then tens after that. Yeah, like yeah, as in twenty five, thirty, forty, fifty. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what we kind of know about uh, Disneyland. So, so the Magic Happens Parade will um, is is in partnership with a new song produced by singer songwriter Todrick Hall. But I'll be honest, we've never heard of. No, we didn't. No clue. Uh, not not an idea. Maybe we're just old. Um, <laughs> But never heard of him. The weird thing was that they got on the singer from Happy Ever After. After. Yeah, like, like what? What was Todrick Hall doing? Yeah, was he busy? Yeah, or... <laughs> didn't understand that. Yeah, um, and it's, they're going to have they're going to be celebrating the heart of so many Disney stories. The parade will feature floats, beautiful costumes, and the beloved Disney characters from Moana, Coco, Sleeping Beauty, and more, all led by Mickey Mouse and his pals. Uh, nice to see Moana and Coco. Obviously, two recent movies in in the mix there. Yeah. Something that's not Frozen. Yes, yeah. I think, um, you know, obviously Moana is a big fan favourite, isn't it? Moana! So, I mean, obviously, you know, we could be seeing Frozen. Oh, Frozen which, will be there. They just didn't mention it, because obviously with Frozen there. 2 coming out in November, yeah, um, it's definitely going to make a feature, isn't it? So Yeah. Um, I mean, let's talk about, we've, we're, we're going to talk about Epcot in a minute. Um, we're going to insert the segment where we talk to um, 
Queen. Epcot Queen. Yeah. And I almost said Florida Queen then. So we just, <laughs> I've just given her the, the, the Queen title for the entire state of Florida. Wow. Um, a big promotion. Though. Yeah, that was a huge promotion, wasn't it? Um, let's talk about Marvel. Okay. Because they announced... That kind of touches on Disneyland as well, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Um, so we're still in Disneyland, but also Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Although, like... Although less so... Yeah, like everything with Disneyland Paris, they, they're not they're getting the... The raw end of the deal. Though. The raw end of the deal and right. the worst experience, um, <laughs> as is classic with Disneyland Paris. Yeah. So with Marvel, we're getting... Um, I'm just trying to find my notes. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to find a post about it. Here we um, go. So Avengers Campus is coming to California and Paris. I like the idea of this, actually. Okay. Um, I like the idea that you're recruited into the Avengers. I think it's a clever way of bringing that universe into the theme parks. Um, I don't know what you thought about it. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like the idea, isn't it? It's obviously trying to kind of trying to bring an immersion element into it, isn't it? They're trying to tell a story. Yeah, and yeah. especially I think that would be great for kids, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like. Uh, beginning in 2020 at Disney's California Adventure Park and later at Disneyland Paris. Yes, I love that. Later. later. Well, later 2020. Uh, later 2030. 2030 probably. <laughs> Both campuses will feature the first Disney ride through attraction to feature Spider Man. Um, is well, Tom Holland going to be doing this? Shots, I don't know. Shots fired with the Universal there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it does say the first Disney ride through. Yeah. yeah. Um, the attraction will give guests a taste of what it's like to have actual superpowers as they sling webs to help Spider-Man collect Spider-Bots that have run amok. I mean, that the, that doesn't sound that fun. Yeah, I mean, the story is a bit ropey there, isn't it? it I want like some, some Spider-Man villains. Yeah, it, it feels like they could have come up with something a little bit better. Hopefully almost, Spider-Man villains will feature in it. Yeah, because, I mean, almost the Spider-Bots almost look like things from uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Which, not a Disney property. Um, so, I'm not quite sure how they've done that, or... Well, obviously they're based on the comic book anyway. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's all based on the comic book. Which they own. Isn't it? But, um, yeah. But we don't know for sure if Tom Holland's going to be playing Spider-Man in that. No. I, I would mean, assume so. But, it, I mean, it's only content, so it could say no. I, I guess. I don't know what... Or can they? I don't... I mean, because I, I know Disney have all rights to Spider-Man attractions. Yeah, so I don't know if they... So can, can they just, just go, Tom Holland, can, can you Can they just hire Tom Holland, like, completely separate from Sony? Who knows? Because, I don't know how that works. You know, I guess maybe it depends what's in um, his contract. But, I mean, why would they have written that into his contract, to be fair? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah I think it sounds really cool but Disneyland Paris is getting that right um, we're also going to be seeing um, this is the wor- like the worst idea I think I've ever seen uh, PIM Test Kitchen yeah where PIM Technologies is using the latest innovations to grow and shrink food <laughs> why? why would they be doing that? Is this like how is that you, useful to them? is this like when you go to like the NASA shops or I believe maybe Mission Space shop Mm. something like that is there a shot for Mission Space I can't remember um, where they sell like dehydrated food yeah like space food space food your space ice cream it's basically the same thing I mean am I going to be paying like $25 for a really small key lime pie I don't, <laughs> I don't know I don't know what's going to be happening there yeah but it's a regular key lime size pie Ryan it's just shrunk down <laughs> exactly yeah. but double the price yeah because of the technology in the pin particles exactly now you're talking their, their, their language right someone's got that said that to Bob and he's gone genius <laughs> it's like it's like the fat fighters from Little Britain yeah half the size so you can have twice as much <laughs> exactly um, and they've, it's so warm in here it's so warm and, and they've also said uh, that the the Disney's California Adventure is going to be getting a brand new e-ticket ride and I think this is the reason that 
I mean, why would you choose to go to Paris if California Adventures got this in it? Um, it's going to be you're going to be it's going to be in the Avengers headquarters, the actual attraction, and guests will fly alongside the Avengers in an epic adventure to Wakanda and beyond uh, when it opens in, as part of Phase Two of the development. And they said that you're going to be in a Quinjet, flying to flying to Wakanda and other locations, and basically trying to stop. And they didn't say who it was, but one of the biggest villains that the Avengers have had to face yet. Right. Now, whether that is Thanos, or I don't know, probably not, I would say it's going to be another comic book villain. Right, okay. I mean, I think... I got the impression, like, from some of the the, um, concept art of that, it kind of felt like it might be a... um, Screen-based ride? Yeah, well, it felt like it was a screen-based ride, but also... Uh, I can't think of the name of it. What's the Avatar ride? Flight of Passage. Passage. It felt a bit Flight of Passage-esque. Yeah, I think it will be. So, I, I mean, they, I think they kind of promoted it as, oh, brand new yeah. attraction. I think they say that about every ride, don't yeah, they? Yeah, every ride they see is going to feature like technology we've never seen before. Yeah, it's like... Okay, what, what, what allows them to say that? Is it like one, <laughs> like one setting that they've not used before? Yeah, because it's kind of like with the... Um, obviously, we'll touch on it in, in the Epcot one, only a little bit, but... Um, about the Guardians ride yeah, and how the, the cars are going to rotate and I'm sure they called that yeah. technology we've never seen before but we've seen that in, when in, Gringotts in, does in, it. in yeah. Universal in Gringotts so it's nothing it's not new brand new it's new maybe, it's, I mean, yeah, it's maybe new the business. exact parts and, and ways they're using it is, is new but the way but in terms of to everyday guests yeah. I'm sure you won't you, the way you turn towards the action yeah it's been done at Universal. Yeah, yeah. You, um, you, you probably, as you say, every a standard guest won't know the difference, will they? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Um, why would they? So I'm really excited by the Avengers uh, campus. I'm really, I'm particularly excited about California. I think the Avengers ride is something that I'm very excited by. Yeah. Spider Man's my favourite character. I've said it time and time again, but. Right now, the outline of that traction doesn't sound particularly it's, it's, great. I mean, it's going to be interesting. To I think see it'll be good, the, but yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see the comparison between the the Universal Spider Man ride and the Disney Spider Man ride, and yeah. see which one comes out on top. Um, I mean, the I, don't, I wonder if the kind of mechanics are very similar. Like, they're both going to be screen based. It looks like you're shooting stuff in this one. Yeah, because I think this didn't they say it's going to be interactive because you're trying to you're you're literally webbing stuff. Yeah, yeah apparently so. I don't know how they're going to work with that. Well, but... they've done that on um, in Legoland. Right, they, okay. they've got something where you're like you're like a ninja from Ninja Go. Right, uh, is it or Ninja Ninjago? Ninjago I think yeah, not yeah, I call it Ninja Go, but Ninjago. <laughs> Ninjago is the name. Way, yeah. um, and apparently that ride technology is terrible. Right. Okay. Um, so we'll see how Disney uses it. I'm sure it will be better than that. Yeah. I mean, obviously we've seen like. We obviously in the likes of Midway Mania, you control your kind of a gun, and that obviously aims at certain things on the digital screen. Yeah. So I mean, whether you'll have, I mean, they, these here they're showing them coming out of their hands. So whether they'll have something you put in your hand, or it'll just be like connect, or it will just be like connect, which is what Ninjago right, does. Right. Okay. Um, but just not very well. But so we'll see. Um. So that's that's. I mean, no. Other than the Epcot announcements, which we will talk about in a bit. Those are probably the most exciting. They mentioned the Star Wars Hotel. They did. Uh, and the most irritating woman, I think, ever, the whole, the whole panel came on <laughs> and was super excited uh, about everything in life, which, as a British person, is very annoying. Off-putting. Yeah. Um, and she was talking about the hotel and how it's a very um, involving experience. To be honest, it sounds like a British person's worst nightmare. <laughs> Pay $3,000-plus, I expect. No price revealed yet. 
Um, no official prices. No official prices. Those rumoured prices went yeah. for like so, three thousand for a, for a single room. Yeah, that? something like that. Something along those lines. Um, so pay a lot of basically pay a lot of money um, to be constantly. Yeah, interacted I with. I don't know how that's going to work because, like, are you meant to stay in the hotel for the whole three days? Yeah, I think are so. Are you meant to... Because, yeah, because, you know, presumably as soon as you walk out, you've, you're walking out of the experience and all that sort of thing. Yeah, well, they, they've created Disney buses. Right. Sorry, quote, unquote, not Disney buses um, <laughs> that all have, like, blacked-up windows that are made to look like Star Cruisers. Right. So you board them and, and then they, they fly you, quote, unquote, to uh, Batu. Oh, okay. So it's a complete okay. Star Wars experience from day one but, to day but three. But can you go... No idea. Yeah. I don't think you will be able to. Like, it's, it seems it seems quite restrictive, doesn't it? It seems like... It's quite a bold... I, I've thought this since they've announced it. It's quite a bold move to make. Like a It's dead. either going to do incredibly well. I think it will do incredibly well for the first six months and then yeah. start to tank tail. It's really going to be interesting because if they price it so expensive... Who's going? Who's, yeah, who's, who's going? going? You know, yeah. and, and the thing is... Um, you know, if you're going, especially people coming from outside of the US, it's a big trip to go yeah. to Disney World. And, you know, are you going to want to spend like three days in a Star Wars hotel? Yeah, I mean, you've, got, it, to, you've got to have a family that really loves Star Wars. To yeah, do that. I mean, I would totally do it if the price was right. Right. But let's, let's say that those rumours of $3,000 are, are right. Yeah. I've, that, was that 3000 per person as well? Uh, no, uh, I don't know. I yeah, think it was. Because I know they had a price for a single room and then they had a price for a room of five. Yeah. And the room of five was like 1,400 per person. Yes. So whether the single room is for a single person or whether it's a two people, I'm not sure. No, I don't know either. Yeah. But, but Obviously, none of those are official. We haven't had any so. official pricing yet. Yeah. And they were never going to announce that at D23. No. Um, but... If, I, if I'm paying, let's say, an average holiday for two, to if you're staying on property, it's probably about three thousand pounds, three maybe three and a half, four thousand pounds. Uh-huh. Let's say I'm paying another two pound on top of that for three nights, like two nights, three days. Yeah, no chance. Who's yeah. got the money to do that? Yeah, it's a massive leap, isn't it? Because essentially, like as as I say, coming from outside the US, we're going to spend more time. Yeah, you're there. not you're not going to fly over to, over to Florida for two nights. No, no, exactly, exactly. I mean, it would be great for local like local Americans, hundred percent, or you know anyone in America because they can just catch a quick flight. Really, yeah, yeah. a quick flight. Well, anyone, anyone, I guess to the in the middle and on the west, yeah. east, right? East. Okay. Florida's yeah, east, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So east towards towards the middle, where your your flight time is say three, three four, four hours. hours. Yeah, you're probably going to consider this, but even so, let's say it's three thousand dollars. Insane, it's, but yeah. so you're going to be on a Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, is it the Halicron? Where every win- window features stellar views into space, which you kind of expect. Yeah. I mean, it's a TV screen. Let's yeah. be honest. It's, yeah. it's, it's going to be great looking, but it's a TV screen. Um, Guests will embark together on two-night adventure that includes special activities, incredible dining, and a spaceport day on Batu at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, inviting guests even deeper into their own Star Wars stories. Uh, there's lots of interaction here. You're going to be able to wield your lightsaber and um, go... Space a training... Training droid, yeah. Droid, yeah. Um, sounds exciting, but, I mean, I'm not paying $3,000 for it. No, I mean... I'll be honest. I don't even, like... I don't even know if I'd want to do that as an experience, like three whole days. 
It's quite uh, intense. I mean, feels. basically, I, what, what that's saying to me is in three days, I can't go to Epcot. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Like, if you're going to do this, you need to spend the whole three days there. Yeah. Like... And what I didn't like, so they were, they were saying they would give you training on how to, like, fight and stuff. Right. Um, and, they, and then she was like, you definitely won't need it, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> and it's like, well, that's great, but I don't want to join the rebellion or the resistance. Yeah. As a Star Wars fan, I much prefer... The choice. The choice of dark or light. And yes, okay, I don't particularly agree with the way that the dark side wants to take over the entire galaxy and it's a bit kind of, you know... Nazi Germany kind of thing but they have much cooler characters yeah. and I'd much rather be on Kylo Ren's side than Rey's yeah you think you... at least at time of recording before um, <laughs> The Last Skywalker you, you'd think that they would give you that choice wouldn't you yeah think so. maybe, they maybe, will. maybe they will but they seem to suggest you'd be joining the light side yeah which I'm not interested in yeah so automatically that experience is the 3000 let's say $3,000 automatically gone down already for me yeah um, I'd much rather, you know, wield a red lightsaber and start, you know, attacking people on the ship. Um, <laughs> but it makes maybe you, you can do that. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it makes you wonder as well because obviously they've got a they've got a narrative going on. There's obviously a storyline going on. Yeah. Like, how is how much is that storyline going to change? You yeah. Know, how repeatable is this experience? Well, yeah. Can you, is it a one time only thing? Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you if you go back a, a year later, is it going to be exactly the same? Yeah, I think that's a very good point. Like, it's a really good point. Yeah. Um, either way, I, my interest is peaked, but not entirely. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to wait to see what the pricing's like, and what the you know if if we get invited to go for press, amazing. And I you know I will gladly give it a fair review. And, I, and that's the thing I've always said: if if theme parks want to invite us to things, uh, we will be fair. You know, we love Universal; they invite us to things, but you know, we told them to their faces. Fast and Furious wasn't great, um, <laughs> and that's a, you know a lot of people don't do that. They they can't, and we won't pander to theme parks, um, which is why we don't really get on with Disney. Yeah, don't know why. No, <laughs> um, but I'm I am excited for the idea of the hotel, it, and if it's right, it could be done really well. But I don't want three days where I'm constantly being interacting with without a break. Yeah, well, that would be annoying. I, th- I think they'll give you breaks. Yeah, but like, but. But obviously, you'll still be in the Star Wars thing. Exactly. You know. Am I going to be like midway through my meal and then a bounty hunter starts on me? And I'm like, mate, I'm trying to eat my bantha steak. He suddenly just flips over your table and starts shooting across the room. <laughs> I'm like, this. come on, I'm diabetic. I've done an injection. <laughs> just, a, just let me eat. Diabetes might not exist in your galaxy, but it does in mine, mate. All right. <laughs> well, you suddenly just get bundled away and just like... <laughs> Separated from your family, just like where are, where am I? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's the the Star Wars bits, and we also saw some uh, footage from Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, which looks amazing. Looks incredible, doesn't it? Yeah, it it yeah. really does. I mean, credit where credit is due, that looks to be one of the best Disney attractions that they have ever built. Yeah, it looks amazing. Absolutely. I think was it a mistake to launch the park or yeah. launch the land with the ride without the ride? Hundred percent. Like. But at the same time, does it lessen the um, kind of crowds, do you think? Yeah, I think quite possibly. And you know what? I'm really disappointed that I'm not seeing Rise of the Resistance. I miss it by a few weeks. Yeah, because is it December this year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, um, I'm pleased that I will get to see Batuu. 
and go on Falcon and, and Smuggler's, Run. Smuggler's Run and also experience the land as, as a whole. Yeah. As a Star Wars fan, that's something I didn't think I was going to do this year because I thought it would be delayed until next yeah. year. Yeah. Um, well, I was pretty certain it was going to be. So to experience even some of it, I'm looking forward to. Um, but Rise of the Resistance really does look amazing. Um, so outside of Epcot, what else have we got to talk about? Um, um, there's loads of Disney Cruise stuff, don't yeah, care. No, um, they've got what? Um, introducing the new ships. Three new ships. The Disney Wish uh, yeah. will be delivered in 21 um, and will set sail in 2022, reflecting the theme of the vessel Rapunzel, Grace the Stern. I mean, they were talking about what I found really funny is that Joe, uh, Joe Rody, um he came on stage and t- t- started talking about Disney conservation. Yeah. But how can they dare? talk about Disney conservation when they're introducing three new petrol guzzling ships. <laughs> I know Be- that they're, they're, probably. I know that they're very in terms of cruise ships, Disney yeah. cruise ships are very good for like for the environment in right, comparison. Okay. But they're still cruise ships. Yeah. They're still not good. Um, so I do think that Disney's a little bit like I get Disney Conservation Fund is a fantastic fund, don't get me wrong. But they're very Yeah. Like it's like literally what are you do. <laughs> <laughs> like I get it, you're trying to conserve the the land on this um, island that you just bought parts of, but you're also probably polluting some a lot of the water with your cruise ships. Sending ships there. Yeah, you know, like come on. Is it feeding the hands to spite your face? Is that a phrase? Have I just said that completely wrong? I feel wrong? like that's a phrase, but I don't know if it fits. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I might not have even said that right. It's it's been a very long weekend for me so far. I've had two late nights yeah. in a row. One writing a lot for D twenty three till 2am I was on a stag do last night until quite late and then we've had today Disney Parks and now it's really hot and now it's boiling yeah Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah Disney cruise ships I'd love to go on a Disney cruise um, but it's not a priority for me my next Disney priority would be um, to see Japan and California way in above a Disney cruise yeah Um, I'm not really a massive cruisey person I think most people over 70 are but yeah I know that you know, they're great family cruises, Disney cruises, but I don't. I just don't have the interest. No, I mean, I, th- I go to Disney for for the rides, not yeah. not for not for Disney characters, not for dining experiences. Yes, but I'd much rather be dining with a view of World Showcase yeah. than I would with a view of a sea. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of like it. Yeah. Um. What um, else? Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du oh. Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. Um, yeah, I mean, I was, I was quite interested by that because, you know, it's been closed since December 2017. Which is nuts. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, and, you know, they've been working on the new show for a long, long, you know, t- almost two years, well, over two years. When I'm it's guessing open. it's because it's the same cast that had just been rehearsing. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I guess they've got to do all the sets and they've got to do training and yeah. everything. It's not like they could just roll it out Next the day. following day. Yeah, yeah. But two years is a long time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they, they said... And I think they didn't give a name, did they? No, they no. didn't give a name of the show. They just said this is going to be the first time that Walt Disney Imagineering and Walt Disney Animation Studios are going to be working with Cirque du Soleil. But I found that hilarious. Like they made a big deal out of it, and it's like, yeah. well, of course it's the first time. Like why else? <laughs> when, when else would they have ever worked together? But but this is well, obviously they. I mean, they could have worked on Lanuba. Yeah, they could have done. But they. I mean. What this is to me is it's going to be full of Disney characters. 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. They're, they're completely transforming. Lanuka <coughs> had nothing to do with Disney. Mm. Um, whereas they've gonna, they've obviously changed this to be a Disney-based 
show. Yeah, and you know what? I'm you know me. I'm usually very against bringing IPs in unnecessarily. Yeah, but I went. I've seen Cirque du Soleil, not Le Nouveau, obviously in London. Right, okay. and I thought it was awful. Oh, okay. incredibly dull. Other than the clowns, you're right. Um, I was never interested in Le Nouveau, and you know what? Adding Disney characters to a Cirque du Soleil show, sign me up. I'm, I'll, I'll yeah. go and watch it. I would be super excited to see this because so it opens in. Um, they said previews begin March 20th. I don't know what they mean by previews. Because then they said the world... Mistakes pre- will happen. Yeah, yeah, anything goes. Because then they say the premiere is on the April, April 17th. Yeah, that, that'd be basically um, like proper yeah. just rehearsals. There'd be a few mistakes here and there, I would have thought. Yeah. So I mean, his I, head I, might fall off. <laughs> so I'm going to be... Because obviously I'm going in May. Yeah. So I will probably be looking to get tickets. Yeah, absolutely. You in, should, in, yeah. When I go in May. Um, yeah, so they've been running for about a month before I go... Yeah, um, but it is, it is if I, I remember the pricing before, but I think it was quite pricey. Um, but given the new show, it's probably going to be worth giving it a watch. I think so. I think it sounds really cool. Yeah, um, we've also got an update on Disneyland Paris outside of the uh, the Marvel Land. Uh, they did, they gave no update on the Frozen Land, did they? I thought that was quite interesting uh, for Paris. Anyway, I, I was. I, was, was that, all, I know Pat Frozen was mentioned. Was that for Hong Kong? I believe it was. Right, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, because they've added this section to the live post that wasn't there earlier. Yeah. Like, and they because I was like I saw that picture and I was like I don't remember seeing that. No, no, it um, wasn't there. Yeah, something about Frozen and uh, Frozen Ever After. Okay, so they're bringing Frozen Ever After to Hong Kong from Epcot. Yeah, and then they're also so, creating so they, a new coaster called Wandering Oaken's Sliding Sleighs. Yeah. Um, which is quite a mouthful looks great though but yeah I'm I mean, on board with that that looks brilliant I, uh, yeah it'd be great if they brought that to Disney World as well yeah where they, they won't gonna, where are they going to put it no. no it could go to Paris could go to Paris could easily go to Paris I think it probably will go to Paris yeah it wouldn't surprise me um, I think Hong Kong and Paris will be a like for like copy if, if, I, if I'm probably I mean they didn't say going back to Avengers they didn't say that the Avengers ride is going to go to Paris but I don't see why it wouldn't well, he said that he was just saying that the California one will stand out by having a new. A oh, new did ticket. he? Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, why it's not going to Paris? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe exactly. this I mean, maybe it will because obviously you know, twenty twenty is when the Avengers area is going to open. Avengers it would be Campus. stupid if Disney to open like a Marvel area in Paris with one ride. Yeah, it would be daft. It's just yeah. I mean, but, I mean, they haven't said when it's going to open. So, like, when does Phase Two begin of no, California compared to when? Phase one opens of Disneyland. Paris. Who knows? I mean, even if it is a phase thing in Paris. Well, maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it's just one yeah, but, one-time thing. But the thing is, in um, California, is that 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 area will eventually have three attractions. Right. Okay. Because you've got Spider-Man, Avengers, and um, Mission Breakout. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, um, Paris has got the Iron Man ride. That's very true. Actually, the reskin of reskin Iron Man so. ride. If they don't do. To have Terra into Galaxy, uh, into Guys of the Galaxy, that would be stupid in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, so hopefully that's two, and then Spider Man maybe the third. May, yeah, maybe maybe that's why they're not going to bring it. Yeah. Because they've, they've got, got Man. They've already got two unique, in quotes, attractions. Which means Paris doesn't have anything unique. No. Which would be a shame. No. I guess Iron Man, I don't really. I mean, I'm sure Iron Man's going to be great, but it's still the same track. But I mean, it? maybe. I mean, obviously, Disneyland Paris is not a high earning park. It started so to be. It's starting to be, but maybe they need to rinse and repeat yeah. as a cheap way to get it off the ground yeah, before yeah. they can start innovating, really pushing innovation to that park. Yeah. Because they need it to be a financial... They need to ensure it's a financial success 
before they really take the time to invent a new ride yeah. for that park. I mean, and the, yeah, see, the other thing with Paris is they, they mentioned Disney's Hotel New York, the art of Marvel, yeah. opening next summer. Uh, the hotel will celebrate 80 years of Marvel art and artists with more than 300 stunning pieces on display. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, rooms will include one-of-a-kind themed suites featuring favourite superheroes like Spider-Man. <laughs> and guests can even meet these legends in a dedicated space. Um, I'm hoping to go the next year again. Yeah. Um, it has been, the trip has been mentioned to me by Carly. Okay. Um, and I was like, well, what if I've got a baby? And she's like, well, Donna's already signed off that we'd be taking the baby. I'm like, why was I not just... Like, this wasn't even run past me. Um, so when, sorry, when was, when was that going to open? Summer 2020. Summer 2020, right, yeah. okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Um, we got a weird collaboration with Target. Yeah, so they're bringing like a Disney store space into Target. Yeah, but only a limited number of Targets or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, what was it? 25 Disney stores within select Target stores nationwide, um, which you imagine is a very small percentage of their stores. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, With an additional, an additional 40. 40 opening by the... So 25 opening on the 4th of October this year, mm. and then another 40 opening by October 2020. Um, so I mean obviously you know if they're popular I guess they'll expand them more yeah you know it's it's obviously just a cheap way for Disney to introduce more um, locations because obviously you know America being so vast yeah um, it's obviously an expensive venture to open I think it's a really clever idea by Disney and by Target to get footfall into into physical stores yeah I mean as long as they offer a decent selection which sounds like they are they are so we're over 400 it- 450 items including yeah. 100 products that were previously only available in Disney retail locations. There you go. That's a nice, that's so, nice thing to do. Yeah, so hopefully they'll have a good selection and, you know, um, it, it would definitely be worthwhile. It'll open it up to a lot more, a, lot, a wider audience, I think. Yeah. I mean, and, and then should we move on to Asia? Uh, yes. Yeah, let's do that. So, uh, what did they announce in Asia? So, we've got um, Zootopia's coming to Shanghai Disney. Yeah. Um, it's an amazing new attraction that blends storytelling and state-of-the-art technology to bring this favourite film to life. Guests can expect uh, immersive entertainment, merchandise, and dining options that can only be, be found in this mammalian metropolis. Mammalian metropolis? Okay. As a mammal? Yeah, mammal, I think, I think mammalian? I think that's what they're going for. Um, it's not a word, is it? Is I, it? I don't know. I don't know if it's a proper word. It's, no. Disney can make up the words they like, don't they? Um, I like the idea of this. I think Shanghai yeah. is certainly rocketing up the list of resorts that I really want to go to. Yeah, they've got some really good, like, unique attractions in Shanghai, yeah. haven't they? Yeah. Um, or that are going to be coming. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, Zootopia has been rumoured for, like, Animal Kingdom, hasn't it, before? I think it will come. It, I think it's only a yeah, matter of time. I think it would make sense. It would fit quite well in Animal yeah. Kingdom. Um, but, yeah, to see see what they're going to do in Shanghai, uh, yeah, it, it, so far it looks really exciting, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, and then we've obviously got um, over in um, Hong Kong. Hong Kong, we've got Frozen, which we just talked about. Yeah. Um, and they kind of touched on the the Newcastle kind of designs, didn't they? Yes, um, Castle they, of Magical Dreams. Did it's they just show? Did they show some concept art? Is that, I don't know if that's already been shown. I think they did show some concept art. Yeah. yeah. Um, they didn't say a lot for the for the Asian parks, did they? No, drawing inspiration from thirteen um, princess princesses featuring princesses and heroines. The castle will feature um, like things like Snow White's apple, Cinderella's coach, Belle's rose, 
Castle will be a canvas for new entertainment, including a daytime show and a nighttime spectacular, and will be home to the new Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, where children can receive royal transformations. I mean, nothing, nothing there is too surprising, is it? Like, no. You got a nighttime show. Well, they all have nighttime shows at the castles, really, don't they? Yeah, daytime um, show. Daytime hard, show. They probably just be the stage in front of the castle. And Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique makes a ton of money. Yeah, exactly. So, so. Um, have we missed anything outside of Epcot? Um. Well, there was the Disney Genie. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. Um, Disney Genie. So basically, touring plans are no more. They're going to have to retire their website (laughs) um, because Disney are now taking that market. Very clever, very clever from Disney to take that market away. Um, Why would they not? Um, I'm trying to find the information on Disney Genie. Oh, uh, um, I noticed it was kind of... There you go. For some oh, reason, yeah. they haven't included a heading on it. But. Plans to debut in late 2020. Disney Genie is a revolutionary new digital offering that will enhance the way guests plan for and experience a trip to Walt Disney World. Disney Genie would make planning easier and more fun by providing guests customised itineraries geared to princesses, thrill-seekers, foodies, families, and more. Guests will be even be able to tell Disney Genie what they want to experience, and it will quickly evaluate millions of options to present them with an optimal day. Um, I think it sounds cool. Yeah. In reality, I don't fit any of those one things. I, yeah, you I, kind of want a bit of everything, don't you? That's who I am. Like, you know, I, 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 I'm a remove princesses, but thrill seeker, <laughs> yes. Foodies, yes. Families, more than likely to happen soon, yes. And and more, yes. <laughs> um, you know, I totally get the reason for doing this. Is it yeah. going to be replacing the existing app? I don't know. I, Is I that got the plan? The, I got the impression that it was a brand new app. But, but if it's recommending that I do something, could I not... Yeah, then put my fast passes through it. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to integrate the two. Like, if they are, if it is a completely separate app, um, whether it's integrated. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. They haven't said anything else. They gave a couple of uh, basic screens, but they're clearly just they've just been designed by someone in house. Yeah, and it's I mean, nowhere near ready. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you'd like to hope that, you know, if they put in the effort into this experience, into this app or whatever it is, mm. um, maybe it will do very well. But like, when you've got something that's trying to kind of like. Obviously, with a touring plan, you can almost have it customised to you. Yeah. Whereas this, is it going to be people physically on the other end customising your plan, or is it going to be an automated system that says, oh, because it's you're, AI. Yeah, because you're a thrill seeker, yeah. oh, you're, you're like this, this, and this. This is it. You're like Big Thunder Mountain, uh, yeah. Trotton, and um, Walking Around World Showcase. Yeah. It's, it's lovely, a thrill seeker. Because <laughs> that's the thing, you know, how... how close is it going to be to if, if you say you or me did that and it said oh what do you recommend and it gives you an optimal day is that would that be the day that we would normally do yeah you know how close is it going to be yeah because my day varies massively yeah like I might start my day by doing Snow White uh, sorry Seven Doors Mine Train and end my day by drinking around the world yeah and the thing um, is if it, if it pushes everyone to the optimal day is that going to make the rides really busy because mm. it will say oh you should all ride Snevin Dorse Mine Train first because it gets really busy yeah so no, it's exactly. like everyone goes there at the beginning of the day yeah um, so yeah those I mean before we um, end the show I think it's only fair that we spend time talking about my favourite theme park in the world um, which many of you will know is Epcot I thought uh, you were going to say Alton Towns. I was going to say Portland's Park. It's oh, close okay. second. Sorry, sorry. Um, which is Epcot. Um, so without uh, further interruption, I'm just going to introduce myself again um, <laughs> to introduce the Epcot Queen, and we're going to chat about everything Epcot. Um, so, yeah, listen, carry on listening for that. 
So welcome back to the show for the second week in a row. Thank you for having me. It's a blast every single time. I had to get you on the show. It's, you know, it's Epcot, so how did we not? Yeah. I mean, uh, some things were announced between Friday and today, so there's a lot of Epcot stuff coming. Yeah, huge, huge, uh, lots of things coming. I think, I don't know where you want to start, but I was thinking, should we start with the the removal of Future World? Oh, so like the neighborhoods and whatnot? Yeah. All right, so um, I believe it was either Friday night or really early Saturday morning. I believe DS and my newscast had posted a um, diagram showing these new neighborhoods coming to Epcot, and it was not confirmed yet, but it has been confirmed today. So Future World, um, so Epcot is split into two lands currently, Future World and World Showcase. World Showcase will stay its own land, of course, or in this case, a neighborhood. But Future World is going to be split up into three different neighborhoods now. So we have World Discovery, which is currently known as Future World East. We have World Celebration, which is pretty much Spaceship Earth and the central hub of Epcot, including Imagination. And then Future World, what's known as Future World West, will then be called World Nature. So... Very, very different from what we know now. So what do you guys think about these new land names? Well, for me, I think it almost seems like Future World is now sat in World Discovery. Yeah. Um, That's the feeling I'm getting. And that the other two neighborhoods are just an excuse for Disney to experiment a bit more. Um, Mm -hmm. World Nature, obviously, thankfully, the rumors of living with the land closing... Are have been squashed firmly like a ripened tomato that you can find <laughs> in them with the land, um, which is great. I'm, I'm really pleased to see that, that attraction is remaining, um, but I'm not so sure. Like on the whole um, Moana attraction, it doesn't sound particularly interesting to me. Um, be interested mm-hmm. to see how they theme it, but I don't know. Already, it sounds quite cheap to me. I don't know. It sounds like they're taking just the jumping. Um, what they call the jumping fountains jumping fountains yeah from uh, near imagination segment. yeah, yeah and, and, well not even moved them just copied them yeah I mean from the concept art that they released um, today more of it looks neat it looks very pretty but I again don't think it belongs in Epcot no. it should either be in Animal Kingdom or some an adventure land at Magic Kingdom it just does not fit epcot whatsoever no i completely agree i think it's nice to see the the new film awesome planet coming to the lands i think that makes a lot of sense but to call the whole area world nature i don't know it hopefully there's going to be more coming to that area as the years progress um because it doesn't seem like there's enough there to to warrant a whole neighborhood yeah but i I like the fact that they've changed and i like the fact they've split that area up because calling it just um Future World. It's kind of, obviously where where people have called it Future World East and Future West kind of goes to show that it is kind of three separate areas. Yeah. Um, so calling it something different does kind of accept that. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I, I like the names. I think. Um, I think it will flow really well. I think for me, the biggest thing that I was excited about that I was immediately disappointed by 
was the renovation of Spaceship Earth. I, oh. I don't think that idea sounds great at all. So when I heard that they were adding storytelling elements is what they described it as, um, in my head, I'm just like, storytelling element, okay. Um, and then I saw concept art more, more in-depth, and I'm seeing, maybe this is my misunderstanding, but supposedly from the concept art, I can see it has something to do with Moana in one of the scenes. And That's that, what I'm sure I saw that on the yes, screen, yeah. And that is just completely awful. That is the worst thing that has come out of this besides not getting an imagination announcement or Brazil. But the fact that they have to incorporate IP into Spaceship Earth, when Bob Chapek said himself that it's such a classic attraction and that Spaceship Earth is what, like, is it the, it's the first thing you see when you go into Epcot. So the fact that they have to incorporate IP into it, it's just so frustrating. And seeing Moana in it just, like, absolutely killed me. Yeah, same. I don't know what, because I think the bit that you're thinking of is the is it Stingray or whatever it's called. Yeah. Going yeah. through the sky, which, yeah, is very Moana-esque, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Obviously, it may not be Moana. Yeah, it, it, may, it might not be. Very it, it? it might not be. It might just be at, at that point during the ride, your new story light yeah. uh, transforms yeah. into some kind of ray for some reason or another. But okay. I don't like the whole idea of the story light. It, do, it doesn't make much much sense to me. Um, yeah. I don't know the whole. I think the whole transformation of Spaceship Earth. It just sounds very odd. Um, I, I kind of get the reason for updating it. I definitely think it needs an update. Um, and it sounds like they're keeping a lot of the scenes that are there already and just updating it with, like, shiny lights. Yeah. I, th- I think that's probably a good sign, maybe. Maybe a, a bit of hope that it will kind of try and keep to the original. The fact that they're keeping a lot of the original scenes mm. means maybe they're trying to tell the same story of the history of humankind, essentially. Yeah, um, but maybe they're just trying to modernise it, hopefully, but hopefully not bring in character elements like Moana. Yeah, I hope I hope it's not Moana because that's just a really bad idea, in my opinion, at least. So, um, oh, I think we're on board. We're, yeah. we're in agreement with you on that. There, there should be no IP in Spaceship Earth. Exactly. So, um, with that, I could be wrong, but... I thought I heard that at one point you'll be able to see into what is going to be called Dreamer's Point at the top of Spaceship Earth, or maybe that was afterwards. But I think, I think that's afterwards. Okay, so the new what the plaza is now, I, th- I believe it's called Interventions Plaza right now. But afterwards, once everything is all said and done, the brand new garden area will be called Dreamer's Point. So there'll be many interactive elements, such as wishing trees, an interactive fountain. And my favorite is the brand new statue of Walt Disney. When they announced that, I was so happy, so relieved. And I just felt like, wow, they're actually doing something that everyone will actually love. Yeah, I think I think that probably got like the biggest cheer. Out yeah, of I think it did. Didn't it? But you know what? As much as I'm happy to see that, it actually made me sad in one respect because that was the moment that I knew that despite whatever Chapek says about Epcot, that was the moment where I thought, you're just turning this into Magic Kingdom 2.0. And yeah. 
and and, yeah. and that I was like, damn it, Chapik, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Um, I think the idea of the statue is, is a great idea. Obviously, it was originally Walt's vision, so it's good to see him there in the part. But there were lots of little signs that, I, that he didn't talk about because he's speaking to, to the wrong crowd, right? Really passionate Epcot fans are in that crowd. But there's lots of hints in, in what he was saying and in the concept art that this park in 10, 15 years' time is just going to be full of IP and only IP. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously we've started seeing that transition, haven't we? Yeah. Um, but well, Beauty and the Beast, obviously we've known about for a couple of years now. Yeah, Ratatouille. Ratatouille, Guardians, yeah. Um, I feel like Moana, I feel yeah. like they talked about a lot of things that were already announced. Like They did, they yeah. Had, they had a few new things, but like I feel like it was more of a recap from the other, from 2017's D23. I think that was, that was true of most of D23, actually the whole presentation was pretty much a recap for the most part um, and covering bits that we kind of already knew anyway. But yeah, the thing about Spaceship Earth is we don't know when it's closing. No, they gave no yeah. dates at all, did they? I was surprised not to get a closing date. Yeah. Guess we'll have to wait and see. I think, I think it's going to be sometime next year, but I don't know when. I wouldn't be surprised if they close it this year. You really? thought they've got to close it sooner rather than later to because it, it I mean it was rumored ages ago that it was going to be a multi-year closure wasn't it yeah so you know they're not they're going to be knocking on the door of the 40th soon well I guess that's what 2022 so if they close it early 20 then they've got two years to get it, two and a bit years to get it ready yeah it's cutting it cutting it cutting fine, fine for Disney Disney yeah <laughs> yeah so another thing coming to world celebration will be the three-level, um, I don't really know how to explain it, but it'll have a plaza level, a mid-expo level, and a top level as a park for good firework viewing from World Showcase. And I guess the best way to describe it is that it looks like an egg. It looks like Tony Stark's house. I was thinking it looks <laughs> like mushrooms. Yeah, it does. But that is, I think it's a really great touch. It looks very pretty. I'm excited to see all the different views of the park you'll be able to get from there. And a lot of people were saying how there's going to be a bar at the top, which I don't I don't know if that's what the case was with that beer garden, because if it's a bar and there's a bunch of flowers and trees and stuff, maybe that will be the beer garden. But yeah, I reckon that's I reckon the top floor is that beer garden they've been um, talking about. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. to see that. The only, the only thing is... Um, we say firework viewing spot. Um, does <laughs> Disney mean paid firework viewing spot? Because I have a feeling they probably Absolutely. do. Probably, for sure. And if it's not, if it's you don't have to pay for it, you know that you probably won't be able to get a good view because of the amount of people that will be up there. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought that was pretty cool. I think the building looks amazing, yeah. yeah. I think that other than the potential IP invasion of Space of Earth, um, I was reasonably happy with World Celebration. Yeah, I don't really think um, anything disappointed besides one thing, which was an announcement regarding Figment and Dreamfinder and the pavilion itself, honestly. Oh, yeah, I people- can't believe it. I mean, he, he mentioned Figment, which I was like, oh, thank goodness that, he's, that Figment's not going anywhere. Was it was it Chapek that mentioned Figment or was it the guy? Oh, before? it was the other guy, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, who basically came on, said nothing and then left. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I've been going to Epcot since I was a kid. And now I'm going to... And I was like, oh, this sounds really positive. 
And it's like, and now I'm going to bring in lots of IPs. It's like, I don't think you understood Epcot when you went as a kid, did you? <laughs> well, because the thing is, I don't, I don't remember the guy's name, but he was like, he mentioned all these great things, and he was like, oh, and my purple dragon friend. And then he never said anything about it. And then he said, but that's not what drew me to Epcot the most. I'm just like, what? The, what was the point of mentioning it? Yeah. <laughs> but I was... There were so many rumors going around that Dreamfinder was going to return and that it was finally going to get the update it deserved. And in my head, I was just like, oh, maybe this will actually be true. Maybe they'll do something. But my heart was like, no, you know that they're not going to do anything with it, let alone bring back Dreamfinder. So when they did announce that nothing was happening to the Imagination Pavilion, I'm just like, wow. Okay, then. Yeah, I I have to say that was one of my biggest surprises. I really did expect to see... The, the return of Dreamfinder and, and that attraction going under quite an extensive refurb. You, you know, it could still happen, but the fact that they didn't announce it at D23 probably suggests that it's not happening. Yeah, it kind of feels like there was quite a few big ticket things that we were expecting to hear about and just haven't been said. Well, they, they spent a lot of time talking about World Discovery and the fact all they said about the Guardian's coaster is its name. Yeah. Which is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Co- Cosmic Rewind. Cosmic Rewind, and the fact that it goes, it launches you backwards, yeah. and the a cart, the carts turn depending on where the action is. So that's all we learned about that attraction. And they spent quite a bit of time talking about it, and then they went to talk about uh, Space 20, uh, 2020, which is two twenty, two twenty, sorry, yeah. uh, Space uh, two twenty, which is the restaurant that we already knew was opening later this year, and then they announced that again. Yeah, just with the name. Yeah, but we knew it was announcing this winter. Uh, sorry, opening this winter. So that was a bit of a weird one. It looks cool. Like, if if it's open by the time I'm over there in October, November, I'll, I'll probably check it out if I can. But it's a, it was a weird thing to spend quite a lot of time on when we already knew about it. Yeah, yeah. That's true. And they also gave us a little bit more details on the Play Pavilion coming to World Discovery they didn't give us necessarily a new name. They gave us some concept art. Yeah. And, I mean, the only thing that I got out of it was it's going to be interactive, obviously. There's going to be an Edna Mode um, attraction or show or something like that. Um, a water balloon fight with Huey, Dewey, and Webby, I think, is the name. I'm, I didn't get it. And then that you'll be able to virtually and physically interact with Disney friends. And, I mean... To be honest, this is giving me very Interventions vibes. I thought that as well, yeah. Because it has something to do with being interactive, hands-on, technology and all that. So it's pretty much Interventions just glorified and updated with new technology. Yeah, it's it's Interventions but full of IP, isn't it, basically? (laughs) Pretty much. Um, I think it sounds pretty cool. I'll probably spend the least amount of my day in that pavilion, um, to be honest. But... It's a cool. It's a cool thing to, I think, to bring kids into the park and get them excited. But I think you always have to ask questions: how 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 often are those attractions going to be updated? You know, um, Edna Mode is is popular right now. Incredibles Two is only a year old. Incredibles is still very popular. But with kids, is Edna Mode popular? I'm not sure. I don't think so. I'm not think, sure either. <laughs> I think it's mainly Incredibles fans that have now grown up with Edna Mode. Um, yeah, I don't know how much that character appeals to kids. No, which is fine. I think it'd be good. It might be a fun kind of show for, for 
families where the adults enjoy it more than the kids. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think this place could be great if Disney assign a lot of budget to it. But no, knowing Disney and their cutbacks, I have a feeling it's going to fall a little bit short. Yeah, it, it does feel like mostly a, an area aimed at younger kids. Yeah, which is fine. It's what I mean. Epcot needs it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, as as you said before, it's probably not going to be an area that will hang around much in. Mm. So I think that's about it, at least for I want to say future role area, but I guess I can't. World but discovery, I, world celebration, and world nature. How are we supposed to talk about that on podcasts now? <laughs> I'm still going to call it future world. Sorry. Yeah, I think we will as well. So um, I think that's about it for future world. So moving on to world showcase. Quite a few things were announced. Um, so we got two new names for the Canada show and the China show. The Canada one, I believe it's going to be far and wide, something along the lines like that. Yeah, Canada far and wide. Canada far and wide. And then Wondrous China will be the new China film. And I've only seen – I haven't seen the, the China film they have now, but I have seen O Canada. And I really enjoyed it. I love O Canada. Uh, yeah, they did. They didn't say whether Martin Short was going to be involved. Um, I really hope he is. Yeah, yeah. he's pretty funny. Yeah, I would. Re- yeah, I'd really hope they're going to bring him back. Um, but we'll see. They said it's going to come with a brand new story. So, I don't know. Obviously Maybe it'd be, it could. It could be him. Maybe it'd be Terence and Philip. Yeah. <laughs> that would be incredible. I mean, what other famous Canadians are there? Um, Abu Levine. Okay. Um, Celine Dion. Who's the... Oh, God, what's his name? Um, Deadpool. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. He's Canadian, isn't that, he? Yeah, that would be amazing if he was the host. Yeah. I mean, they've certainly got the rights to him. Yeah, they so, own Ryan Reynolds now. Yeah, that could be fun. So, after that... They announced some new things for the France Pavilion. Obviously, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is going to open in summer of 2020, which is fairly soon. Sooner than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it's a great ride as well. Yeah, it's a fantastic It's, it's ride. really good. It's great in Paris. I'm really excited for it to come to World Showcase. I'm glad that World Showcase is getting another attraction. Yeah. Because it needs it. The only thing I'm disappointed um, by is I'm going there in May. Oh, I told you this every year. Every year, <laughs> Disney do not open their attractions in May, and every year you still go back in well, May. I'll, I'll see the new uh, um, Canada Far and Wide. That and in January. And the show in the land. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, it feels like there's some other stuff that was announced in January as well. And then you get to just look as, as Ratatouille is almost finished, yeah, but you can't ride it. Nearly almost. And then France Pavilion, we were Ratatouille, um, the Impressions de France, and the Beauty and the Beast sing along. Uh, con- I think they're like either taking turns playing or it's going to be combined or whatnot. That's going to be happening or being released in January of 2020 as well. I mean, that for me is, is of all the IPs, is the biggest phone in that Disney have done. <laughs> like a sing along Beauty and the Beast show. We've got that at Hollywood Studios. If you want to sing along, sing along. Yeah. And the fact that it's sharing its kind of space with another attraction. Yeah, it seems, it seems a, a bit, bit weird. weird. Like, it seems like, I don't know, it almost feels like a trial. Mm. I don't know. Because obviously, if you thought it was going to be that popular, why wouldn't you just get rid of Impressions of France? 
Yeah, well, Impressions of France is probably the worst, the worst film of, in yeah, the of showcase. Yeah, of this, well, it's not Circle Vision, is it? Is it? But yeah. it's the worst of the of the World Showcase shows. Yeah. And then the last thing announced for the France Pavilion was a new table and quick service dining location that I don't know how to pronounce properly. Le, Le Crepier de Paris. Yeah. Should we say that? That sounds right. Sounds about right. Sounds it's, good. It's certainly not Le Crepier. <laughs> you can't be calling it that. I think it might, it might be. What's well, it depends on how, yeah, how good the food is. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think I should leave the UK pavilion up to you guys. Yeah, so as everyone that listens knows, the UK looks exactly like Epcot Show It yeah, in, exactly. in World Showcase. And in fact, all of our streets um, here in uh, good old London um, look exactly <laughs> like Cherry Tree, tree, cherry tree Lane. No, they don't. Um, but yeah, Mary Poppins is coming to the UK and I'm both happy and a little bit sad that this wasn't Alice in Wonderland. Was, was that, because that was a, it was a dark ride, Alice in Wonderland dark ride was rumoured, wasn't it? Mm. And along, Mary Poppins was rumoured as well. Yeah, but I think Mary Poppins fits better with World Showcase. Alice in Wonderland's a bit fantasy, it only belongs really in Fantasyland. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I agree with that. Yeah, Mary Poppins' Cherry Tree, cherry, cherry tree Lane, very difficult to say, yeah. um, is going to fit well into the existing pavilion. But they we, give no indication, because Cherry Tree Lane is the name of the neighbourhood that's part of the UK pavilion, so we should say this is like a brand new area, yeah. by the sounds of it, similar to the kind of Ratatouille yeah. area of Paris, or the French, uh, the France pavilion. Um so the, the new area is called Cherry Tree Lane, but there's no indication of what the ride is called or what it's about. But there's no indication of what the ride, yeah, what the ride's going like, to be at all. Yeah. Um, there's been rumours that it's just going to be like a merry-go-round kind of right, thing. Okay. Which would be really pants. <laughs> but we'll see. We think like the rest of the UK though, just really pants. Yeah. Well, I think generally speaking, if you if you're from that country, you tend to think that it's pretty bad. Pretty. Pretty. It's basically just a. Um, a really bad advertisement for your yeah. country. Yeah, I think America might be the view of the country. Yeah, America might be the odd exception because um, I don't want to speak on the behalf of all of, of Americans, uh, especially you, Epcot Queen. But as a country, you're very patriotic, and I think yeah. I think that um, pavilion does that well. It does. Whereas the. Uh, the UK, like no one from the UK is patriotic. No one from the UK cares about the UK. Uh, so um, it, we kind of walk past it going, they're not real fish and chips. They don't taste like our fish and chips. Look at the price of this Cadbury's bar. This is nuts. And then just, just kind of move on. Well, so did they say that there was going to be a Mary Poppins like ride attraction or just like Cherry Tree Lane, that's it? They, they did say there was going to be an attraction. It's going to be the first Mary Poppins attraction. Um, But there was nothing more said about that. You can't roll out Dip Van Dyke for just a cherry tree announcement, can you? Beep Van Beep. Beep Van Beep if you're you're listening without swears. Um, Yeah, so that's the UK Pavilion. And then I guess the last thing to talk about is, is... the show, which is probably the worst show name I've ever heard. Just <laughs> because, saying something for just, Disney shows. Yeah. I don't harmonious. Know what, yeah. I mean, how, how do you say it? Because normally you would say harmonious, but they've capitalised the last two letters. So do, is it... They did? Is it yeah, harmonious? Yeah, it's meant to be like harmonious. 
It's kind of like... I just scream it. It's just it's like, like, yeah, I'm off to see Harmony Us. <laughs> well, that's going to be coming in 2020, but they didn't give us a month or a date or anything. So Epcot Forever is only going to be a few months long. Yeah, and please don't get to see Epcot Forever. Um, and the biggest problem that I'm already going to have with Harmony Us is the is the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. <laughs> but and the last thing they kind of announced was that they're gonna have a new musical loop for the park. Yeah. So no more interventions loop. But the, the no. new the new music sounds beautiful. But it won't it will never beat interventions. No, I that's probably the the, the loop that I listen to the most at work. You, you just have to go round with your headphones on yeah. playing the innovation, <laughs> Interventions music. Yeah, that would be incredible, wouldn't it? Just with a boombox, walking around. <laughs> just trying to drown out the new stuff. Or just, just shouting it. I love that song so much. Shouting it as I walk around. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much it for the Epcot announcements. Like I said, I was hoping that they would announce a little bit more. Where's the new country? I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Th- what I don't understand is that they obviously, they showed off all those new posters, didn't they? On Thursday night, whenever it was, or Thursday afternoon, yeah. whenever it was. Um, and they had two of them that said revealed on Sunday. One of them is definitely Mary Poppins because they released the picture of it. Yeah. I don't know what the other one was. Yeah. Oh, the other one was um, World Celebration. Like like the um, the three-level building. I, I don't oh. even know what to call it. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. Tony, yeah, Tony so Stark's house. <laughs> the poster, the second poster, first one was Mary Poppins. The second one, we all thought it was Brazil, but it was really just World Celebration. So they, they pretty much played us. Yeah, that's a bit pants, isn't it? I mean, to be fair, they could literally call that place a Stark, Starks, um, Starks <laughs> residence, and it would fit fit in well, not far from the gardens. Juiced. Yeah, so they probably wouldn't get rid of that legally, would they? Don't know. Don't know. Iron Man. It would make sense, though. You know, he's um, unfortunately passed away, and now left left his residence as Starks a as an open beer garden for all to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that's all the I've got announcements, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty much, and I guess my overall uh, feedback is that I'm disappointed, but, I mean, everything they announced about the logos and such, and the new music, and the new logo, I mean, if, out of 10, I would give this whole Epcot transformation, from what I've gotten out of it, a 7.5 out of 10. I think that's fair. I think I'd probably agree with you on that. Um I'm thankful we've still got Figment. I'm thankful we've still got Living with the Land. I'm thankful that uh, it sounds like I'm at Thanksgiving, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm thankful that Special Earth is getting some kind of um, refurb, although we don't know the extent of which Chapek will Chapek it up. Um, and there's some amazing new areas coming to the park, but I think there was a few bits missing, um, such as the Figment um, refurb and the lack of country announcement that was missing so yeah i think seven seven and a half is, is about fair that's the thing i think you made a good point earlier that it's interesting the obviously they had an audience of hardcore disney fans mm. so it makes you wonder whether they held back on a few things but you would have thought the brazil brazil pavilion would have 
been right up to the well, yeah. As would a reimagination of Figment. Yeah. That would have gone down well. Uh, and they just, yeah, they were just avoided. So you think... Well, they're going to have to do it in phases, right? Yeah. Uh, they can't yeah. close the whole of World Discovery, World Celebration, World Nature um, <laughs> at once. So maybe they will do it in phases, but who, kn- who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is obviously a multi-year transformation, they're calling it. So yeah. Yeah, we've got. I think we've got quite a few years ahead of us uh, of, of building work and stuff. Yeah. So, cool. This is just the beginning of the journey. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining us for the Epcot segment of the show. Well, of course. Thank you again. That's okay. And everyone listening, actually, stay tuned on the on the Theme Park Trader website because um, you'll be you'll be reading the. The musings of uh, the Epcot Queen very soon on the website. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So you guys can hear my thoughts and read my thoughts. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Well, thanks for joining us. Thank you again. And we'll catch you soon. See ya. Thank you very much for listening to this very special D23 Disney Parks episode. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, We worked pretty hard to get it out so quickly it's not easy to record a podcast so quickly we're crying now emotionally drained if you've enjoyed it please just take a moment if you've not done so already to rate us five stars on the podcast app from apple and uh, visit our website we've got some more d23 news over on there themeparktrader.com send us a message on twitter uh, facebook wherever that you've listened to this show and you've enjoyed it or not enjoyed it and um, this is this week's episode, or last week's episode, this week's episode. So we won't be back tomorrow, which is Monday. Uh, we'll be back a week Monday because we wanted to get this episode out tonight on the Sunday. Um, so it was fresh. So thanks for listening, and we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>